Let's Chat About It is a thought-provoking podcast where your hosts, Lenora Sneva and Max Brown, engage in meaningful conversations with everyday individuals about the pivotal moments when they realized they were different. Tune in every Friday for fresh, inspiring videos that delve into personal narratives exploring the diverse journeys of self-discovery. From childhood revelations to adulthood epiphanies, each episode is a celebration of the diverse paths that shape our identities. This is more than just a podcast. It's a platform inviting you to connect with others through storytelling. All right, welcome back to Let's Chat About It. I'm your host, Lenora Sneva. I'm with Max Brown and our special guest, Chrissy Sneva. Before we get into Chrissy's story, Max, what is the question of the day? So I had a meeting today. Oh, gosh. That uh, was <laughs> didn't, you know, impact me at all for the rest of the day. And so my question is, when you've had, like, kind of that, that day where you're like, oh, this could be done, you know, six hours ago. Uh, what do you like to do when you get home to try and get it off your mind or unwind? <laughs> and I think Chrissy might already have the answer in her hand. But um, I'm just kind of interested. Like, what's your what's your therapy when you get home after that day? So I have the benefit of living in a very walkable city. Mm. And that has been a very therapeutic. Um, the walking part? The, well, I, I'm getting to the other part. Okay. Um, the walking part is important in so many ways because you, you, live, you live the city. And it's not just walking, it's the train, it's the whatever you have to maneuver that day. And it sounds like it can be another job, but for some reason, it's just, it's just a time to just unwind mm. and not like it, you're, you're watching or reading or doing something other than work. Obviously, you also have to pay attention to what's going on. And because today, like my train changed three different lines and I was able to very easily navigate that. And I was grateful for knowing how to do that. Um, and then walking that. And then I was like, oh, I got to walk up this hill. I'm like, you know what? I get to walk up this hill. Yeah. And then I get to go home. And then I need, then I get to see both of my children who are able to get themselves from school to home and my daughter made them both like a snack and I could just pour myself a glass of wine and just chill. Be. Just be. Yeah. I need I, to know is... what Joha made for a snack though, before we get, mm. <laughs> what'd I, she make? She made ramen noodles. <laughs> that was the first thing we taught them how to make when you get home this is how That's you make basic. ramen noodles yeah right basic college 101 yeah. there you go teach them early <laughs> <laughs> raise them up right. something yep exactly <laughs> gotcha how about you lenora what's your what's your go-to after a a day that you um really had a great time at hmm i think it I think it's like Chrissy. I mean, um, I, I don't live in a walkable city, like, so I can't just like easily like walk out my development, and you know, it takes mm -hmm. a little bit more effort. 
and it's not as safe. There's not a lot of sidewalks, but I think that would be one thing. If I have like a pretty rough day, I need to get out. I need to get away from my computer. I need to get away from my phone and just do something different. Yep. So if it's not nice out, then I might mm. just, um, I might turn on my heated blanket and lay in the bed. <laughs> just like soothe myself, watch go. a show or something like that. Max, what about you? I probably should have taken a walk. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't have sidewalks either, but I do have a nice like little route that I can just walk out my door and do like go to the end of my cul-de-sac and come back. And it's pretty quiet. It's, and it's about a mile. So it's like a perfect little 20 minute walk. Probably should have done that. But no, I had basketball practice tonight there for the go. kids. So there was this is this is my decompression right here is hanging hanging with y'all. So maybe maybe we should go back. Maybe I need to go grab a beverage tonight. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think you just convinced everyone to not live in suburbia. Oh, and go back yeah. into urban living. I know, right? Where well, I don't. I don't know because I gotta say it, it wasn't bad when, like, for my kids when the friends came over and everyone was playing on the trampoline in the backyard. Which you know, I don't know if I don't know if there's yards in Brooklyn, but you know, kind of that's one got a little flat area. area. Lamar's seen my my yeah. shit. Like it's, it's not bad. Yeah, you can have a pool there in the in the summer, right? You put your pool up. Yeah, on your little all right patio. We've got that? we've got areas. We got areas, but you have yeah. to like in you have to be intentional with your areas. It's not yeah. just like yeah. Here it is. Open your door. Yeah. But you also have like what I like about New York. Um is that there's just lots of parks too. So there's parks like, you know, every couple of blocks, there's like a little like, Hey, you know, and then that's, that, there's that big park by your house that takes you about 10 minutes to walk there. But Oh my goodness. It's huge. Well, and there's, we talking about, there's it's a not central park. Is it? And then, no, no. It's, which one is that it's one called? Pro, it's prospect park, prospect park. Oh, which park. is huge, which is, I, I could, we could have a whole podcast about prospect park and the whole history and the architecture of, Prospect Park versus Central Park and how they were both, you know, made and, you know, envisioned. It just, it's, yeah. it's wonderful, but mm. there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot more green than you would expect. Yeah. In the concrete jungle. I agree. Yes. I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should get started. So um, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the big question. Can you tell us something? Ah, something. Okay. Um, well, uh, <laughs> I'm a 20 plus years higher education professional. Um, I have a bachelor's and a master's degree in higher education. I believe in education as a public good, um, sincerely. Um, I counsel and um, help families in my job every day to try and figure out how to afford a college education. Um, and I love my job. I'm a mom of two amazing children uh, and, uh, a wife of an amazing person. And I'm also a hockey coach 
which is uh, two other of my jobs. So uh, <laughs> I say that because I'm employed in two different other areas. Um, I So I coach for the New York Junior Rangers, as well as another private rank for a another clinic. Um, and I also play um, continually. And it is such a joy in my life that has been a thread that I'm sure will be part of this podcast <laughs> and a theme uh, that has been something that has been something that I've that I've started with uh, and also have, you know, picked up along the way. Um, so I, I get to share. I get to do one thing now because it's okay. like nobody, nobody I know really cares about this. But I think, Chrissy, you, you'd appreciate this. I have a. I have one like really good piece of sports memorabilia and it kind of in, technically involves the New York Rangers kind of. So okay, mm -hmm. I have a game used hockey stick that okay. was given to me by Mark Messier. Oh, <laughs> and Lenore is like a no clue. And I, I know and who I, Wayne Gretzky is. Gretzky yeah. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Exactly. No, Lenore gets all the sports cred. She gets yeah. all the sports cred. She's it's a sports hockey. mom. Yeah, but not hockey. That's a whole it, other, it's hockey. fine. It's a whole other culture. But like, can can I can I get like? Is there is that cool? Do I get anything? I, that, no one no one listening this. Everyone listening to this podcast is like, huh? They're gonna yeah, have to Google I, what I'm talking about. I know, I know. I'm. You get all the sports cred uh, in the world for that. Um, I'm a bit you. speechless. Thank you. I don't get to. I don't get to do that very often. I just so. give me a moment. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Wow. I got, I got points. I got points early. Where, okay. I want to know where the hockey stick is though. Do you have it? Is it's it my parents' house. Oh. It's in my parents' house. Oh, I, it is. I need to go and I need to go get it. Uh, like I need to go send it in to get verified by like the NHL. It's not like authenticated, but um, I was literally at a hockey game. It was an exhibition game. We was playing for the Vancouver Canucks. They were playing in Tacoma, Washington. And the way the Tacoma rink works is after the game or between periods, the players would walk off the ice and you could kind of stand next to where they were walking off. There weren't seats right there. And at the end of every game, they do three stars, like the best, best three players of the game. And they kind of come out and they introduce them and they walk back on the ice. And so I'm, we're watching, waiting, I'm standing right against the rink and Messier was one of the three stars. And, um, he walks by and everyone's like, can I have your stick? Can I have your stick? And I'm like, can I please? I said, please. That's the only difference. He said, can I please have your stick? And he just holds it out. And I just kind of grabbed it. That was probably 10. And I yeah, assumed, well, yeah. And I assumed little... he's, I'm a little kid, you know? Yeah. And I assume he, I just left it there. Cause I'm like, Oh, he just wants me to hold it for him while he goes out <laughs> on the rank. So he goes out on the rank and then he just walks right by me. And I'm just like, Oh, and he kind of turns around and smiles, and I'm like, "Oh!" Yeah. If, if if you were my son, I would be like, "Give me that stick." Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's mine. I, I bought those tickets. I bought those tickets. You're here because hold, of me. You hold this. You hold this. You hold this, dear. You hold this very. So, I've got, so it's it is sitting in my parents' house. Um, um, yep, that's an amazing memory and a just an amazing moment. Yeah, it was very cool. I no. believe me. I we could have a whole podcast about. We could do parks and hockey. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna start our own podcast, Lenora. It was nice okay. knowing you. All right. Okay. Yep. See you later. Bye. <laughs>
So Chrissy, oh. uh, tell us, tell us about when you first knew you were different. What was happening for you? Oh, um, this is a really, uh, a tough question. Um, and it's a tough question because <clears throat> I think it's, it feels different at different ages for myself. And what I'll at least start with is um, in sixth grade, I was on the church stage. Um, I always did, this won't surprise Lenora because I was always on the stage. I was just doing all the things and being the person in front because she knows um, my daughter is her goddaughter mm -hmm. who is very... Mm -hmm very theatrical right. and very talented. Um, and I remember, I remember being told it was the first time I was being told about my body mm -hmm. and, and being described in a way that I had never been described before. Mm -hmm. And whether that's negative or positive in, in any light, um, you know, how one perceives that, whether you're being told you're skinny, fat, tall, short, cute, whatever, you know, whatever those words are, um, you know, that's what was being told to me and at that age and in reflecting about this, I thought, oh, I think that's the first time I really realized that people were, were judging me or like having an opinion of me and it was coming toward me. And what, again, whether or not that was perceived as negative or positive, I, I've been reflecting on that and I'm like, oh, this is the same age as my daughter. Oh, wow. And she's in an extremely like, um, you know, in, in a way that is so, you know, present and, and I'm, I've been told, and I've been warned about the body shaming and the judging and the everything. And I thought, oh my God, I, I thought that at sixth grade on the stage of my church and here's mm -hmm. my daughter over here in Lincoln center on a stage, you know, being told she's, either too big or too tall or, you know, all of these things. It's, it's, and that, and like, I was just starting to feel that same, like uncontrollable feeling of this is just me and my body. I don't, I, I can't do anything other than I'm like just standing here. So, um, so that was, that was one thing that I've, reflected on uh, recently. And then one thing that I can't, you know, 
ignore that's been just such a big part of my life. And it, it, it has really shaped a lot of how I've, how I've thought about, you know, just my own character and how I've gone about a lot of things in my life um, and has come full circle in many ways, even after I've had kids is being a female in a very male dominant sport and how hard that was and coming through and what all that meant and then being told that I was never good enough and then you know just trying to like rediscover and refine myself in an era of trying to have children and doing the career thing and everything else. So it's been, it's been like, I, I feel like it's been like a, a couple of, I think each decade <laughs> of my life, it's been like, you know, what else, you know, what are we here for? What, are, what am I showing up for? What am I, you know, trying to, you know, define or redefine or, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's, it, it's always, it always feels like it's a work in progress. Yeah. I think that Amen. we all probably feel the same way, right? It's a learning journey, our life. Yeah. What about how old were you when you started playing hockey? So I was, um, I was eight years old and I was just, they just threw me on the ice. Just there I go. <laughs> and I'm falling all over the place. And I remember like just getting up and just, you know, just moving. And my dad's like, oh, she sucks. And, <laughs> and that was heartbreaking. They're like, yeah, you know, the girls don't do really well. And in a year, you know, she doesn't, you know, basically like, there's no place for her because there's no checking for girls. Mm. So I, you know, I, I was at a, like, I'm, I don't consider myself very old. I'm only 43 years old, but yet at a time, um, if I was born five years, you know, earlier, it would have been very different. Oh yeah. Um, and that, for, for me in hockey and all the things and my, you know, where I grew up and all this stuff. Um, but it, it was, it was tough to love something so much. And then being like, Nope, you're a girl. You can't check. You're out. And then I kept skating as much as I could. They tried me on figure skates. I was a mess. Oh, no. <laughs> I was a mess. You were a hockey player. They put me on figure skates. They put me on ballet shoes. I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> this is just not, this does not compute. Um, and when I went back, so when I went to college um, in my freshman, whatever orientation thing, I can't even remember what it was at this point there was a hockey jersey and I just looked at that hockey jersey and was like, yes, that's me. Mm. 
Had you been playing? Hold on. Let's go back though. Had you been playing? So you started when you're seven and they tried to get you to do other sports. You're like, no. So did you continue kind of to play or did you kind of hang it up? I, there was nothing. Oh, there was nothing. There was nothing. I, I think that's what like, and Nora knows this because she's lived, <laughs> she's lived sports and she knows like what it's like to continue to support a kid through sports. And, you know, that's what we do. And <clears throat> like, that's what I'm doing, you know, obviously for, you know, Jude, who's my oldest who plays hockey. Um, he's a beautiful skater. And he tells me all the time, he's like, mom, you don't skate like this. You skate like this. And I'm like, you have no idea <laughs> where I had to, st- like, I started yeah. from like nobody training me. Right. Yeah. To playing D3 college. And you're like telling like, and he's a more beautiful skater than I could ever be. Oh, which is wonderful, which is what you want. Totally. But, yeah. You want but, them to do better than you. Absolutely. But you know, that, that development, you know, was just not there. So I'm just a scrappy hockey player. <laughs> Chrissy, you, you, so you live in New York city today when you were growing up, where, where was home for you as you're growing up um, and, and trying to become get on the U S Olympic hockey team? <laughs> not even a clue. when i played those canadian hockey teams, we were like okay everybody just block the net everybody just <laughs> this is about pride we don't want to lose 14 nothing <laughs> exactly um and they were they were they were nice about it um it was <laughs> it was buffalo new york okay so you're so you're in new york you're used to it wasn't like this was a this is an area where you have a professional hockey team in the area. It's probably part of the culture to a degree as well, right? It, this isn't like I live in not, a, in, not in not in the women's area, not, but in but yeah. like but as a in that community, there's hockey's accessible yes. at least to the guys. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Did you have any friends that played, or was it were you kind of off on an island? I did not feel like I was on an island. As soon as I was on that women's team, I felt like I had all my people. Wow. We are. So we were walk on then. So you did you just like you saw the jersey? Uh, Skate on. Skate on. Excuse me. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) You're skate on. But you saw that you saw the jersey in freshman orientation. And then what happened? Can you finish that part of the story? Because I interrupted you. Sorry. Uh, And that was it. I was like, sign me up. And I told. My dad, he's like, good luck. I told my mother, she said, I don't want you to do this. I paid too much money for your teeth. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I paid for all of my equipment at Played Against Sports. Wow. Ooh. On I my own. Saved a few bucks. Um, I looked ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Just mix, mix, mix max. Gear. Nobody taught me anything. They were like, what is this? What is this? Where is this? Where is this? I had to learn everything yeah. on wow. my own. And no YouTube video to, to watch. Probably. No. And no, and, and no person to say like, oh no, do this, do this, do this, do this. You know, all these things that all these other, quite frankly, like 
males had right growing up through Mentors these rings and, yeah coaches. here i am showing up in like i, I basically had cardboard on me <laughs> wrapped around and the coaches were like oh, oh who is this and you know i ended up being the captain for two years and the president oh, wow. of the team for three That's and awesome. that was because that was how how much it meant to me. And I think that's, that's the key piece is like, when you find that thing that means that much to you, mm -hmm. how awesome is that? Yeah. And how hard will you work for it? You know, oh, like, every day. Yeah. Right. Every day. The limit. Yep. That's awesome. So do you have any good, like, do you have a, a highlight story that you, you just, <laughs> go back to of when, when you when maybe you have a, a few too many beers with friends and you have to like, Hey, <laughs> back in 07. <laughs> I tell you this story we were playing against. So I do. I do have one. I do have one. Okay, good. Don't worry, Eleanora. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I said this, I've told this story to my son <clears throat> and it kind of echoes what, the point I just made about the passion and about that being, you know, you know, really something that you can't teach. And there was this moment. So our, you know, being this D3 women's team that nobody cared about, um, our practices started around 4.30 a.m. So oh, wow. I had to be I can you imagine those January, February Ooh. mornings? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> you could barely get into your car because it was just iced yeah. Yeah. entirely. You could not leave your equipment in there because you were like, mm, not sure how those are getting on in the morning. Um, and that was like every morning. It wasn't like, oh, once a week, here was, we're putting on cold equipment. You're like, no, I'm freaking freezing. And every single day. <laughs> and then I got to get to stats class at 9 a.m. Um, but there was a morning that I'll never forget where we just, I, the, I don't, the whole team was just, we were just not doing it. We were not feeling it. We're all over the place. And our coaches were volunteers. They were not mm. paid. At that level, you don't have people that are on scholarship, getting paid, whatever. Uh, believe me, they all should have been being paid right. <laughs> with what they were dealing with. Um, and these were three volunteer coaches that came on at 4.30 a.m. Oh my goodness. To coach a bunch of women that have never coached women before. They had to learn along the way. And they were, I mean, talk about a book opportunity. Please reach out to them. Um, <laughs> and I remember, and, and, and they were like having babies. I mean, it was like, they were going through life. life that Like we weren't going through life we're like wow we stayed up too late you know <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't you know um and i remember the head coach just being so frustrated 
And he's like, you know what? You're not going to show up. I'm done. Walk oh. In the middle of practice? Uh -huh. I mean, talk about a miracle on ice moment. And we looked at him and we were like, did he just walk off the ice? And we're all looking at each other. And the captain goes, get on the line. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> so all 15 of us got on the blue line. <laughs> and we all know what's about to happen. <laughs> and you just, if you've ever seen Miracle on Ice, when you run the mountain, it is stops and starts along each line. And it is, it is a lot. It is a lot. And we did that until he came back on the ice. Oh my gosh. We team need play more. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. United States of America. That's a great movie. <laughs> it was Max. Thank you. Thank you. I, I could not have, I, we couldn't have even scripted this. Tonight is our night. It was, it was this moment. And I tell, I tell my son this, I'm like, you know, it wasn't this like super special game. It wasn't this other big yeah. thing. It was literally a 4.30 a.m. on a Tuesday where we just didn't want to skate. And he was like, I'm done. Out he goes. And we were like, <laughs> well, what yeah. the hell do we do with this? He, and he, literally, he literally did not get paid enough to deal with that shit. Literally zero. But here's here's what happened. We were like, shit, now we gotta get on the line and now we gotta we do this. And we, we did it. Up. It oh I'll <laughs> never forget that. I'll never forget that practice. I, and we skated that way as hard as we could until he came out. Oh my gosh. And he came out, blew his whistle and said, Now I'll coach. Oh, there we go. And I just, I can't like the character building of, I forget what your question even was, but <laughs> that was such a pivotal yeah. moment yeah. in my life that I'll never, ever forget that it was just a bunch of us just looking at each other like, shit, we all have to do this, don't we? Yeah. Yep. Or it's over. Right. Here we go. What's well, yeah. good bonding moments too? That's what a good story, and then what good bond? Like you'll never forget it. Like you said, <laughs> yeah. you always go back to them. And do you remember when that one time when he quit and we had a run? We did it for an hour. Do you remember you came out of the locker room and you were so pissed at us? He still says that moment. He's like, "Yes, that's the proudest moment." I'm so proud of you. I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, he's like, it worked. We got work on that book. Like, we got thank God we did here. that." Seriously, I don't think you would ever. Well, good oh. for the captain too for yeah. calling it. She's like, "Oh, oh no, no." She got was it. she was just the best example of what a captain should be. Yeah. Yep. Don't give up, Chrissy. You you've kind of mentioned this. I, I I kind of I'm not sure if the right word. It's not just passion. It kind of sounds a little bit too like grit. Like there's just this determination of like, don't have the opportunity, but I care deeply enough about this so much so that I'm going to do whatever I need to do to make it to kind of create this path. What, how has that impacted you as, um, I, 
and maybe you can choose one or two. You can just do either direction with this. But how has it impacted you as kind of a parent coach role, but also in your work with other families and students trying to get through the college process? Like how is how is that? How do you, have you taken that experience and applied it to those settings? Whew. What a loaded question. Um, so as a, as a parent coach, I've, I've had to learn a couple of things. Um, one, I've had to, one, gain my own confidence in my own coaching experience. Um, which I think is also a thing, um, that a lot of people go through as their kids are growing through a sport. Um, and I will say that also admitting that there are times that you shouldn't be the coach and you should just be the parent. There you go. And that is, that is a very, that is a very hard, that's a very hard thing to be. Um, and I can I can talk a lot about that, and I've I've had to I've had to recently like move that here, but have my own coaching space, um, which I'm extremely grateful for. Um, in terms of families, oh, um, I just I. I can sympathize and somewhat empathize with the, the burden of what they're going through. Um, I can't, I can't say that for my own kids, but living in New York city where from the middle school to high school, (laughs) you're going through an application process. You're going through a lottery, you're going through the possibility of litigation. You're going through, um, the cost factor, you're going through a, a ton of different things already at, at a very early age. So at some point, you know, we're in New York, un- unfortunately, fortunately, we were just in a process like that. We don't just send our kids down the street. And, you know, there's a reason why people move out of the city because that's, you know, something that is better for their kid. Um, And it's hard from an educational standpoint. um, Where really what you're trying to do is meeting where your kid is at. Mm. And that's what I talk to a lot of parents about. And it's not just from this is how you afford education. It's what does your kid need? What is the environment they're going to thrive in? whether you think they thrive in it or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what, what do you, what does your kid think at that point? Um, and that's been, that's been something I've had to learn through my own children's experience, through their own learning disabilities is what is actually going to help them in what environment. And that I talk a lot about, I, I talk to a lot of parents about that. Um, I think we are in, at least in higher education, um, trying to think a lot about, a lot more about those supporting services that we have not had to before. Mm -hmm. I've not heard, uh, 
advisement, student advisement in college settings talk more about how to read IEPs in my entire career. And I've been doing this for 20 plus years. And now that is, I don't know if that's part of COVID, part of, you know, whatever mm. generational thing that we could be thinking about, but um, that's also a thing. Um, yeah. So um, I don't know if, I don't know if that answered your question. No, it's good. I, I give you the option to take it wherever you want it. You did. Sorry, I go. I go in tangents. I'm sorry. No, but I think I think Max was asking about grit, and I I see your your grit and your determination oh, yeah. in both. Like you yeah. being able to reflect, like, yeah, I don't know if I should be coaching right now. Maybe <laughs> I should be the parent, and but I'll get my coaching over here. And then, yeah. like, when you think about you being in higher ed and and supporting parents, like you're almost helping them kind of build their grit by your own story about your own children and your own experience, but also just noticing like the changing landscape of education and the applications, the applicants that you're getting, they look different. Their profile looks a little different and it sounds like you're a resource for that. You're like, Oh no, I know what an IEP looks like. <laughs> yeah. I read those quite frankly, uh, a lot. Um, so thank you for reminding me about the grit piece. Um, yeah, I, I hope that my children look at me like, like this is somebody who just goes out and just kills it, does okay. it, regardless of what I do. You know, after a, a Monday night, so last night I played a doubleheader after coaching. So that was about five out, five and a half hours on the ice for me. I'm not proud of my performance. Believe me, I was like, Ooh. I am. Is, is this like a legit league or is this a beer league? Oh, okay. So first of all, Max, uh -oh. did I, did uh -oh. I just offend you? Uh oh. Uh -oh. Like, well, I guess my point is like, I, I mean, so I'll these are, so yeah, Max, let me tell you. Um, these are women that are, there are, there are some that it's are, a women's league. It is a LGBTQ plus league. Okay. And majority of these players are, are are all former college players. Oh gosh. Colgate <laughs> pen. Oh yeah. No, this I is mean, not a the, the stickers are all over the helmets. And every single time oh, I'm no. like, God damn it, it's maroon pants again. Maroon Here pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why are we against UMass? Oh, <gasps> Oh geez. no. Okay. But then my you're brother, like, okay, got to met. Here we're going. We're going to a wrestling match in this zone right now. Like, here we go. Like it, it's, it's that. And the, the ref, the ref thinks we're hilarious. Cause he's like, Oh my God. He's like, I don't even know which way this is going. I'm like, okay, you need to pay attention. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are keeping this in in check okay because this one is about to body check me into uh, next room, week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it is not there's not league. League. no 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 these are former college yeah. hockey players that this is are, a this is a league oh badass right. yeah. Yeah. wonderful amazing women 
that will literally check you into next week and literally look behind you and go, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then keep going. Kinda. Gotcha. It is. So, uh, and I was body checked yesterday. So. Uh oh. Oh yeah. I was like, I just don't want to get injured again. <laughs> Did you want to go in the box? Is that where you wanted to go? Do you want to go take a break? I'm like, I'm like quick shifts, quick shifts, people. Yeah. <laughs> in and out, in and out. Gotta keep the legs fresh. Everybody is like twenty something, and. Here's my 43-year-old ass just on my face. I'm just hoping I don't go. I can get home. I just want to get home. So, Chrissy, if you could go back and um, talk to that 10-year-old girl (laughs) on the stage and then compare her to, like, Joha right now, who's about the same age, like, what would you say to her that was that's different than the messages that she's getting from society. Oh, Lenora with the tough questions. Um, you know, I think the, the way I'm going to answer this is the way I'm, the way that I'm approaching on how to parent her, um, which is, you know, allowing her, to just be herself, obviously. Um, There are certain things that she's just loves to do. And I don't want to, I don't want her to feel insecure about that. Mm -hmm. So there's one thing. The other thing is I know that she in particular is feeling very she's always felt very connected to me Mm -hmm. um but she needs to also feel very comfortable with her dad and that's been a relationship that's been very intentional on you know him building and her building um which has been just absolutely wonderful to see which i never had right and so that that's amazing. That's amazing for her to feel that comfortable and that real with her father. And, you know, I know she'll feel that way with me. Clearly, she, you know, um, she asks me all the questions. Um, and I think that's wonderful. <clears throat> the other thing is, I, I felt like I had to grow up at a very early age for various reasons within my family dynamic. I don't want her, I don't want her to feel that way. Mm -hmm. I want her to think right now, her dream is to be a principal dancer in the New York city ballet. What a beautiful dream. Yep. And that is like literally at her fingertips. And that to me and and to my husband are the most important things to be able to continue to foster in her over and over and over again because 
that was not like I wanted to be on a stage. I wanted to dance. My husband was wonderful on the stage. We loved performing. We loved the performing arts. And to be able to give her like this like push yeah, exactly. is just incredible. And so that to us is everything um, in so many ways. And I wish that could have been me in some ways. I looking back how I don't know how it could have been compared to like where our what our lifestyle is right now. Um, but, but yeah, it's one of those examples of, you know, getting your, your kid there where you couldn't have been. Exactly. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Chrissy, for sharing with us your story and all your stories. You had a lot of stories. Yeah. <laughs> really appreciate it. You did, that was so good. It was good to hear, um, you know, I, I don't know. We 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 haven't had these conversations before when I've come to visit, so it's it's fun to know you in a different way. Well, you. you well, obviously, Lenora. Yes. And Max, it's very nice to meet you. Very Thank nice you, to meet you as well. so much. Thank you so much for the thoughtful, wonderful questions. Yeah. <clears throat> you made me All very right. comfortable. Oh, good. Thank you. We do our best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Chrissy. Okay. Bye. bye. All right. So. That was Chrissy Sneva, my sister-in-law, and wow. Yeah. Um, There's something so about these New York. You got these. You got these New York guests, and they bring a whole different flavor. To the I show. know, right? The East Coast people. Yeah. They bring it. They bring it in a different way than the Pacific Northwest ones do. They but. do. They do. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It was really good, though. Really good. I don't know. We. It's interesting. We have a lot of uh, guests that are parents. Yeah. <laughs> on our just, show. Just and saying, yeah, such to be good advice um, and uh, reflection from them about like, yeah, I'm doing this different. Yeah. You know, not perfect, but just different. And yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's the, like the challenge of everybody's got, everybody's got baggage from their childhood. Everybody's oh, yeah. got something their parents did that you're like, exactly. God, I hope I don't do that. Right. But it's kind of, I mean, realistically, it's kind of our default and without being, thoughtful and intentional about doing something differently. It's just kind of the, the pattern that we're going to find ourselves in. So it's really, mm -hmm. it's encouraging. And I think really thought provoking to figure out what is it that, you know, what is it that we picked up as kids that we yeah. just don't want to bring with us into our, to our parenting and to, to really honestly work, do the work to not do it. Exactly. Um, and hearing Chrissy and it, I was like, motherhood sounds good on her. And yeah, was, absolutely. Yeah, yeah really, totally. Really cool. Time. We will see you next time. See you next time. Thanks, everybody. The Let's Chat About It video podcast, produced and edited by Lenora Sneva, invites listeners to share their stories. To participate, email Let's Chat Now 1010 at Gmail. New episodes featuring people like you and me are released every Friday. Thank you for listening and being a part of a community who cares. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify. Thanks for listening.